Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you're listening to this, this is Dr. Hugh, and this is episode number 14. And today what we're going to talk about is what I call low-hanging fruit. So there's a lot of things that you can do that are low-hanging fruit. What do I mean, what, what do I mean by low-hanging fruit? What I mean by low-hanging fruit is things that can be done very, very easy and very, very inexpensive to either rule in or rule out something as a possibility. So down below, you're going to have a link into a YouTube video that I go more in depth on this if you're interested in that. <clears throat> Down below, there's also an opportunity to schedule a 20-minute discovery call. This is where you and I get on a phone call or a Zoom call and try and figure out if there's any way that you can recover much, much quicker. Now, with that being said, is today what I'm going to be talking about is blood pressure and too high blood pressure is bad and also too low of blood pressure is bad. So what I find clinically is with people that have uh, chronic conditions, I find a lot of them have what I would say suboptimal low blood pressure. So in, in the community out there, you're praised if you have low blood pressure. They think lower is better. Yes, lower is better. No, Lower is not better. With everything, there's always a sweet spot. So when it comes to optimal health, optimal function, and you recovering from whatever illness it is, whether it's fibromyalgia, chronic pain, brain fog, brain fatigue, maybe you've been damaged by some kind of antibiotics, maybe you have IBS or, or, or irritable or Crohn's disease or brain fog, whatever these conditions are, one of the easy low-hanging fruit is to check your blood pressure. Now, what I tell people to do is you want to just go to go to CVS or go to Walgreens or go to Amazon and pick up a $20 blood, blood pressure cuff. And you want to start to monitor your blood pressure every single day at the same time. Now, you can take this, you know, two times a day or three times a day. And what you really want to do is when you get up in the morning, check your blood pressure, okay, and write that number down. Now, what I would consider to be suboptimal. So low suboptimal blood pressure would be anything less than 110 over, let's say, 65. So 110, the top number, over 65, in my opinion, clinically, is what I would start to say, "Mm, I don't really like that blood pressure. It's a little bit too low. Now, you might be saying, oh, my goodness, too low is good. No, and let me explain why. So when you have these different conditions, these chronic conditions, you actually need good Blood pressure, 120 over 80 is the sweet spot. Now, what does blood pressure do? Blood pressure pushes blood deep into the tissue. So, for example, let's say, let's just take your toes, all right? So, let's say take your, no, let's, no, let's take your brain. This is even, even better. Let's take your brain. So, a lot of people experience brain fog and brain fatigue. Now, there can be a poly therapy approach. There could be many things happening on why you have brain fog or brain fatigue. Today, we're just going to be discussing one little slice of this pie, which is the blood pressure. So let's say you have suboptimal blood pressure. Let's say yours is, I'm going to use a different number. I'm going to say 105 over 65. Now, when you get up in the morning, you want to check your blood pressure same time every morning. Now, when you go to the doctor, that's really not a very accurate reading of your blood pressure because there's a thing called white coat syndrome. Look this up. White coat syndrome is when you actually go into the doctor's office, you get nervous and your blood pressure 
automatically goes up. So let's say you go to the to the doctor's office and you get your blood pressure and it's 120 over 80, but yet you still have some kind of, uh, you're still kind of anxious about it. Your blood pressure could be elevated looking at 120 over 80 and look normal. But when you get home and you're relaxed and you get up in the morning, same time, it's actually 105 over 65 or 110 over 65. Or let's say you go to the doctor and you have white coat syndrome and now it's like 140 over, let's say 90. So then, oh, you're at blood high blood pressure. Here's a high blood pressure medication, and high blood pressure medications deplete your vitamin B12. So guess what? Vitamin B12 is needed for your brain. Yes, it's needed for your brain and neurological tissue. So if you're already having brain fog and brain fatigue, plus you're on blood pressure medications, you can just see how that's going to make a nasty situation. It's going to make your problem much worse. But today we're going to be talking about suboptimal low blood pressure. So let's say you get up and you check your blood pressure. It's 105 over 65. Now what this does is a blood pressure puts blood deep into your tissue. So for example, your brain. Now when you stand up, you got to fight gravity. So if you don't have good blood pressure, you're not getting good blood flow deep into the brain tissues because it takes pressure. Just if you've ever seen any of these like these videos online where they show one little red blood cell going through like a small little capillary, like one small little blood red blood cells delivering oxygen and nutrients deep into your brain. And that needs pressure to push that red blood cell deep into that tissue. Is that making sense? So if you can just envision it, I'm envisioning it right now, or go on Google or go on YouTube and and search just red blood cells in capillaries. And you'll see this, that one small little red blood cell penetrates deep into that capillary and delivers oxygen. So if you're having brain fog and brain fatigue and suboptimal blood pressure, low blood pressure, right? That's not going to have, there's not going to be enough pressure to really push that small little red, red blood cell deep into your brain and deliver oxygen. Therefore, you're going to have brain fatigue or brain fog, or maybe you have that for many, many years, and now you start to get mild cognitive impairment. You're forgetting things. All these things play a factor. Now, let's take your feet. Let's say you always have cold feet. And you get up and you check your blood pressure and you actually realize that your blood pressure is sitting at 110 or 105 over over 65. This is a potential problem that you're not getting enough oxygen delivery to those tissues. And no cell in your body functions on abnormal oxygen delivery. Just imagine your body is being a plant out there, okay? So if a plant needs a cup of water, a cup of water per week to survive. For optimal growth, it's a cup of water, but you're only giving it, let's say, a half a cup of water. Eventually, that green plant is going to start to shrivel up and it's going to die. It's going to start to malfunction. This is what happens in your body over a long period of time. If you have suboptimal blood pressure, that tissue just doesn't function normally. So this is a very, very simple thing that you can do. Now, you got to get to the root cause of why you actually have low blood pressure, right? So, you know, there's a lot of things that can be happening with there. One of the things is maybe you're not retaining enough sodium. Maybe maybe you have a bad gut. What I tell people is very simply is just start putting some salt into your drinks. Start off with like a half teaspoon of salt two times per day in some kind of drink. The salt helps you take on sodium and sodium helps you retain 
water. So there's lots of things that can be done to actually try and increase your blood pressure naturally to figure out what's going on. There's also something licorice root can also cause increased blood pressure as well if you have low blood pressure. Now, I'm just going to give you a scenario a scenario here clinically because maybe this can resonate with you. And maybe this is like, wow, this starts making some sense here. I'm really trying to connect the dots in these podcasts so you can actually take some information and apply it to your life, man, because there's too many people suffering out there. There's too much suffering of, of human beings. God created us to be healthy. We need to work with the laws of Mother Nature. You need to have some kind of natural approach where we're taking a polytherapy approach. Because I do know this. God put the most amazing healing power in our body. We just have to figure out why your body's not functioning correctly. So let me just take a scenario. Let's say this person has a bad gut. Let's say what I mean by a bad gut is you should be going to the bathroom two or three times per day, no gas, no bloating. Let's say you're going to the bathroom every other day, you have constipation, you have bloating, and you have gas. So right there, you're probably not absorbing all your your, your nutrients. You're probably not absorbing your maximum sodium out, out of all your nutrients that you're taking in. This is just one little slice clinically that I'm looking at. Now on top of that, let's say, and I find lots and lots of women, ladies out there that have suboptimal iron. You can't be diagnosed with anemia in the current system, but when I look at it, you're not in a sweet spot for iron delivery. So what does iron do? Iron is actually in your red blood cells. That's what makes that red blood cell very red and 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 bright red is the iron. So if you don't have enough iron in your red blood cells, the red blood cells are more like on a pinker side versus bright red. So if you don't have optimal iron levels, which I would say clinically, what I see clinically after seeing thousands of labs is I would say generally, I would say a third to up to 50% of women have suboptimal iron in their body. Okay. Now you have to do the correct testing to figure all, all this stuff out. So now you have suboptimal iron. So your red blood cells don't have enough, uh, enough iron to deliver oxygen. Oxygen attaches to the iron in the red blood cell and delivers oxygen to that tissue. So one, you have low blood pressure or suboptimal blood pressure. Top of that, you don't have the sweet spot of iron in your red blood cells, but you can't be diagnosed with anemia because you don't meet those criteria. But when I look at the labs from a functional viewpoint, you're not in a sweet spot. So you have bad gut, suboptimal, low blood pressure, and not enough iron. Bam, what does that make? That makes a situation disastrous. Now let's say now you have fatigue. Now you have low blood pressure. Maybe you get up in the morning and you start to get dizzy, right? Because if you don't have enough pressure to push that blood up to your head, if there's not enough pressure there, you don't have enough oxygen there, then you start to get dizzy. So all these things just start to add up to body that's not functioning. So you really have to have an approach that looks at you as a human being, right? You're a spirit, you're a mom, you're a dad. Whoever you are, you have to have someone looking at you as a whole person, not just a little slice, not just, okay, I have, I have, I get this dizziness problem or I have my, my hands are cold. So you have to look at the whole human being and take a polytherapy approach and methodically go through things so you can problem solve and figure out what's working and what is not working. So that being said, I hope this has brought some understanding to you. It's a very simple test. You just go to get a blood pressure cuff and start checking it. It's very, very simple to do. And down below, there's going to be a YouTube link that uh, I show more more of this and how to do this and, and that kind of thing. So that being said, just remember, is this is Dr. Hugh and you're listening to True Health Recovery. And please remember out there is where there's help, there's hope. Take care. Love you.
Bye-bye.